I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 165. This week with my longtime friend Nick Thompson, otherwise known as Surfing on the Lake. Uh, this is his third time on the show, and I wanted to get him back on because a lot has changed in his life since our last conversation. He's still making music and all that, but he uh, joined the Navy and uh, moved all the way across the country to San Diego. Uh, He was formerly in Annapolis prior to that, Um, so I wanted to catch up, and he's also got a brand new song out as of today. I believe the song actually came out yesterday, and it's called Good Time Girls. Uh, You can definitely hear it wherever you stream music, and I featured it momentarily. I also featured another song of his that he dropped recently called Little Tiny Bottles of Beer, which I happened to play some guitar on toward the end of the track, so... That was definitely a lot of fun, and uh, I was happy to get that on here too. So uh, hopefully, whether you are friends or fans of Nick's, you appreciate the uh, conversation. As always, um, thanks for supporting local music and local art and all that stuff. Uh, Hopefully, you yourself are doing all right. Uh, Feel free to follow or subscribe to the podcast if you like it. It's also up on Instagram and Facebook where you can find all the updates. Um, and personal news and notes, I think I just got one show this weekend, uh, a little acoustic gig over at CVP Pub in Towson. Um, if you haven't been there before, it's off the main drag, it's a pretty cool little spot. And then, uh, last two things is Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running if you're looking for any music videos or video content. And then Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland is where I take all my guitars, and Steven is the best luthier in town. But uh, yeah, without too much further ado here, we will get to the conversation with Nick Thompson. Podcast here. Uh, yeah, man. It's the longest you've gone without an episode now. I think sure. it's the third time I've been on. Yeah, third time. I think only the LJR or Luke has been on more. So you're catching up though. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot's a lot's changed, I guess, since the uh, the last one for sure. For one thing, you're on the other side of the country now. So there's that. that. 
That is true. I'm in San Diego. And, Always Diego. And, um, and being a, a seaman now, I don't know how much yeah. we can talk about that or not, but, I mean, that's an interesting part of the story for sure, well, if we can. I mean, I guess just getting back to my roots because, you know, I started as a seaman, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we can get into that if we want, but I mean, obviously the main thing too is the, is the song, of course. So I smoke less now. I, I do Zen. You know what Zen yeah. is? Oh yeah. Um, quite aware. Do you use Zen? I don't. I find them pretty disgusting, but <laughs> I know a lot of people who do. So they can um, be, they can be for sure. Yeah. It's all different varieties. I've been wondering if, there's just like an organic nicotine of some kind, like, like what? What'd you say? Smokeless nicotine. It's called tobacco. Yeah, well, that's what they used to do, but then they <laughs> they added so much shit to it that I don't know what it is now. Um, you know what? Most interesting I always find is that you know, like uh, in South America, they just chew coca leaves. Well, all day long probably not going to do that so <laughs> you're not allowed to in, uh, in no. America um I would uh I would I do from time to time uh dabble in like Copenhagen a, a mm. little bit but yeah you know not all the time because it's kind of gross but yeah sometimes I'm doing it for why, like why am I why am I doing that <laughs> yeah was those long nights out at sea, man. I don't know. Yeah, all the other seamen. Yeah. Oh, um, sure. Well, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about that? I mean, I figured we, I figured we'd get into that, and then I mean, probably just to knock it out though, real quick is is the song, man. That's really what this episode is for, for sure. For sure. So. So. Yeah. Um. Basically, in a nutshell. Um, I don't know how long ago it was that you were working on it or when I came over, but definitely over a year. Um, and I put a little guitar solo in obviously toward the end there. Um, so that was cool to get to be on the track. And then, uh, it was before you moved. I feel like that was just our campfire song that we like jammed on a lot when we had the chance. It's just such an easy song to jam on. And that's kind of the idea works well at open mics and if uh you know how like you just have random people it's like yeah i'll back you up on in a band or whatever yeah and uh i mean the bridge is a little bit more complicated but i can do the bridge without switching to the bridge chords yeah because the entirety of the song minus the bridge is c minor to g minor so Mm. follow that you're probably have no business being on a stage (laughs) yeah (laughs) For sure. How but, old? How old is that song now? I mean, it's brand new, according to the internet, of course. But how long has it been uh, kick, kicking around? Do you think? Um, probably 2016, 2017. Yeah, um, a, little, a little while. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wrote the song when I was working at that Mexican restaurant, and uh, I. You know, it was a slow day, and I was sitting in the back playing with my metronome, and uh, you know, just yeah. 
And then I just say, well, what can I sing over that? And I just started doing da 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 da. And uh, of course, there was a box of uh, Coronitas, like the pony bottles of beer. Yeah. And I was like, little tiny bottles of beer. And <laughs> that's what. Uh, it's fun to sing. Um, people seem to like it. It's easy to get people into it. And uh, just would like that to translate onto uh, into streams because it 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 always goes over well when I play it live. Like, you know, yeah. it's so simple. So now we need to get some people that I don't know or have never played in front of to hear it. Yeah. Stream that bitch up. Yeah, man. That's what this is for. Have you played it at all? Like uh, out in uh, San Diego at any open mics on off days or nah? So the... I, the open mics out here seem to be more so comedy open mics. Gotcha. Um, and I've considered like, you know, being like one of those comedians that have a guitar or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but haven't done that yet. And the music open mics are like an hour away. So when you get up at four 30 in the morning, yeah. you know, Monday, eh, um, I'm going to, it, like it's going to happen i'm going to be out there but i did play it when we were out to see um there's a funny story there right so like it was like is this talent show that was happening uh um between when we left hawaii and we're headed back to san diego yeah and uh i auditioned the song and everybody was loving it um they're like yeah you're welcome to come out and play. Um, come to find out, like, you know, the event was actually uh, a, an anti-drunk driving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, DSAD, which I'm not exactly sure what it stands for, but I know that it stands, the, the, the DD stands for drunk driving. So it's like, yeah. again, some drunk driving. Gotcha. And you know, I'm playing I'm playing the song and like uh the captain of the ship, like she didn't seem like she was too thrilled that I was singing that yeah. song. <laughs> but you know, it was like a American Idol kind of thing. Like they had yeah. like uh the captain, uh the command master chief and like, you know, some other people like sitting there judging the like and like they would run down what they liked about the performance or whatever. I think that you could have used it or like yeah. that kind of, stuff. uh, but you know, uh, everybody had their families on board. Cause it was a, uh, like at the end of a deployment, they, sometimes they allow people's families to come on for like a small fee or whatever yeah. and finish off the last five days of the deployment on the ship with them. So, you know, there was several hundred people yeah. sitting there, me and singing along and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh in the galley so that was that was an interesting experience and then you know i love that crowd interaction you know yeah. that's i mean you know you know how it is when you sit there and play for everybody that's just drunk and like oh, yeah right but you know when people are actually into it that's that's when uh when it f truly feels good to be a musician yeah for sure 
um, I guess to back up just a touch though, I mean, on your, uh, your journey here, um, you know, basically moved from Annapolis, San Diego, hit boot camp, did the whole nine, got like multiple deployments now under your belt in the Navy. I mean, that's a kind of like a, you know, just a big, big move, big deal in general. Um, right. Since the last time that I was on your podcast, uh, I lived in Chicago for almost a year. Yeah. Um, and then I did, you know, uh, I caught the last two months of uh, deployment in like uh, the Pacific. So, you know, I went to Japan, I went to Hawaii, um, came back, you know, a little underway. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a major life change. And I mean, you can relate uh, with your experience in the fire department and, uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's a different life and all the responsibility that comes with that. And yeah, what the reason why I was doing that, cause I was doing sales before and sales sometimes yeah. feel slimy. Um, and then, you know, all through COVID you kind of feel like you just kept hearing like, uh, what was the phrase that they used? Um, essential workers. Yeah. I felt very unessential. <laughs> yeah. And that uh right. that weighed on me. Like I I just felt like I didn't matter. Yeah. 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 So I was envious what... of your position at the time. If it matters. <laughs> I uh I had a very essential gig for better or worse. So there's the Not struggle. The other... Yeah, now I'm now I'm the other way around. I'm uh, not essential again. You miss it? Or are you happy to be where you are? Oh, I absolutely couldn't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I've done my service. I am retired. I am. It's a, a notch in the old belt. If uh, if they ever come calling, you know, in the draft or whatever, or if the situation arises and uh, somebody needs a medic, I'll jump in there. But uh, otherwise, you know, outside of teaching, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm out. I'm good. I hear you. Dude, I just watched uh, All Quiet on the the Western Front. Did you see that movie advertised a while back? Mm, no, I don't think so. It was set in, like, uh, France in uh, World War One. It was so graphic people were getting burned up by flamethrowers and run over by tanks it was just i was like nah yeah like band of brothers nah. style <laughs> yeah nah nah hmm. nah well, no. <laughs> yeah i just realized too that the uh the draft age is actually 35 which means i have another birthday to look forward to i thought Sick. after you turn yeah. 25 you're allowed to rent a car and that's like your last significant birthday um but apparently there's another one. It's 35 because yeah. then you can no longer be drafted, which is a big deal. So throw a party for that. Well, there was, there was a, a dude in my boot camp division that was uh 39 and he turned 40 in boot camp. Good Lord. And I didn't he, think they let was, you in. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I probably shouldn't. I can't be talking bad about people, but yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, being out at sea is kind of cool. It's uh, 
there's nothing around you. And then, uh, you know, you'll look off to the distance and you'll see one of the other ships trailing you. Yeah. Like our, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's definitely an interesting experience. Yeah, uh, you... there's nothing around you and, you know, where our birthing is, you'll hear just like, like if we start going like super fast or we're running like uh, one of the diesel motors or something like that, yeah. like the, like shit's just falling all over the place <laughs> and it's, and you know, you just, you're, yeah. you, you learn to sleep through it. It's, it's, uh. It's crazy. But I still when there's a light on. I hate when lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be. Yeah. Um, that was something I was going to say. Uh, threw off my train of thought there. But, um, yeah, well, I don't know. They, so, at night, you know, they turn red lights on. Yeah. Like, throughout. Because, you know, you still need to be able to maneuver. That's uh, that's kind of that's kind of interesting, especially like when you're doing a watch and you you know walk through certain spaces and it's completely quiet. There's nobody up there, and uh, you see red lights. It's yeah. it's kind of eerie. Oh yeah, what I was gonna ask is like you probably feel like you're kind of in outer space a little when you're way out there. Yeah, I think so, it's Star Wars. Yeah. So I was like, wondering if you see any UFOs and all that. Or some crazy shit you can't explain. Um, I'll see like uh, I'll see things move out of the corner of my eye. Like yeah, sometimes like I, you know, I'm into ghosts and all that stuff. But like, yeah. you know, and we're walking somewhere the other day on a ship, and we saw somebody at the end of the hallway. And you know, we when we get there, there's no other way place they could have gone, and yeah. they didn't like hallway or anything like that. There was nobody there. So that like we, so it was two people that saw this. It wasn't just me. Yeah. I saw that quote unquote SpaceX launch. Yeah. The other day on the beach. Uh, did you hear about that? No. What happened? Well, I mean, I didn't hear like you know how they like they plan SpaceX launches. This is one the beach. This wasn't involved with the ship or whatever. Yeah. Um. I. I'd never seen anything like it. Usually they kind of promote to SpaceX launches like, hey, this is going to happen. But this right. thing just went off. Take, like, I was like, that's that's something from another world. And then the next day I see on the news, SpaceX launch, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe. Yeah. Never know. But I did. Uh, I did ask like a somewhat like a high up visited one time. Yeah. And, you know, they our uh, department up and they said, do you have any questions for such and such? And I was like, uh, do you have any comment on the UFO, sir? Yeah. And then dead in my eyes was like, uh, it's no longer just a, uh, a Navy operation. It's, you know, a yeah. joint operation, you know, that's what it is. You know, yeah. UFOs. we've talked about this. Yeah, for sure. It's a, Popular podcast subject, regardless. I think. <laughs> like, not just yours, probably everybody. Yeah. Like, you have truth is out there, man. Yeah, I don't know. It might be. But I mean, the 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 popular or the not the popular. I guess the popular, you know, official statement is that they don't know if it's if it's from another world or if it's like 
you know, enemy technology that's far sur- surpassed our own. Yeah. So. Who knows? I mean, you know, government technology is always ahead of the curve by a significant bit anyway. So anything's possible. I'm all fired up right now about it. I'm like nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about like the, uh, the holograph theory? How like. They're really just priming the pu- public with UFOs so they can uh, fake an alien invasion. Kind of like what you're talking about. I've heard that one. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Like, you get, like, holographs in the sky that look real. And then, you know, they have, like, a message to the world or whatever. And it's probably, like, you now owe this much in Bitcoin. Pay your taxes or whatever. But, you know, who knows? to get people kind of to to get on board with whatever agenda is being pitched at the time, you know, scare them a little bit. Dude, I try not to go too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> conspiracies, because yeah. then I just I'm up in the corner, like, rocking back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already, it, this isn't a video podcast, but you're in a closet right now, so <laughs> you already look like you're hiding from somebody or something. Uh, um, no, a friend of my, a friend of my wife's came to visit and, yeah. uh, it's a funny story too. Um, you know, she had two of her girlfriends come out to visit and I had not met the one, um, yet because I had gotten a little, uh, twist the night before and went to bed. And I also, the, I had also come off of, so basically I had an overnight watch from two to seven and then just stayed up until like 10 PM and yeah. like get you know, up with, uh, with a friend and, uh, you know, had some liquid luncheon all <laughs> the way up and time to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so the next morning I woke up and I see the light is on in the closet. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I go to open it and there's a fucking girl sitting on the floor recording because she's she's also a musician and i was like oh shit this is the first time i met this person like you're sitting in my closet okay and just <laughs> close the but so uh because of all the clothes it kind of makes the sound a little bit more dead and uh you know easier to control what's going on in terms of you know sonically yeah yeah, I know, for sure. Audio probably sounds great in that closet. Probably records some tunes, some vocals or something. <laughs> I don't know. Indeed. I that's what that, I bet. Yeah, I figured that might be what why you're in there, because you're probably doing that already. There's air running. I can hear air running. Oh, that wouldn't that wouldn't work too well then for you, probably, if you got, like, a vent. Oh, but. My, my wife is, uh, my wife has got the fan running in the bathroom or whatever. Nice. That's what. Well, yeah, yeah. That's right there, man. Like you know, like you know how you know the frustration of like recording at home when you got like somebody else there. Like, can you can you turn the TV down? But yeah, well, that's the struggle, for sure. Um, but you did mention maybe stepping up your game recording wise and maybe branching out and getting into a studio because I know a lot of your stuff is self produced. Um, I don't I assume this last track was to Tiny Bottles Beer. Um, but I, I recorded that with I recorded it and tracked it with uh, Felix. 
Oh, okay. His... Okay, so the Hangar Studio for people listening. Yeah, and um, I um, you know, I outsourced the drums through right. Fiber, and uh, then you put you put the guitar down on it. So it was mixed at home, but it was tracked elsewhere, and okay. uh, uh, you know, it's like. <laughs> You know, that's a that's the thing, right? All right, so you got like super nice studios and like that's awesome. That's awesome. Like I love to yeah. the idea of having all those tools available to you or more yeah. so like cuz you know, you got all these different instruments like, "Oh, I can play that one. I can play that one." <laughs> yeah. Um and then I've been doing this for so long, like I know how I like my stuff to sound. It's not that I I like a professional, unprofessional sound, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got like, you. A little indie rock style, you know. Like, I mean, you know, all the stuff that I idolized from the 70s and all that stuff doesn't always have, like, the most professional quality, but it has, like, that je ne sais quoi, like, that uh, that thing that you just can't, it has a character to it. But yeah. um, this dude that you're referring to actually records to tape. Um, interesting and still like analog yeah he records to tape um, and then dumps it into uh, into Pro Tools yeah which that was pretty sick in my opinion um, <clears throat> and he's got like a couple Grammy uh, titles or to his credit like he worked with Rod Stewart and Fiona Apple and uh, Five for Fighting and he's been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, price is not too crazy when you consider that you're getting a full day with uh, a Grammy award winning, you know, producer, engineer, whatever. So. Yeah. There you go. Oh, should be awesome. So that brings me to my next subject slash question slash whatever. Uh, the new song, uh, which will come out uh, perfectly, actually. Uh, I usually release these things on Tuesdays. And you said November 13th, which is a Tuesday. So, hell yeah. We are synchronistic. But uh, Synchronistic. <laughs> I, uh, the song was yeah. called... Um, fuck, I lost it. Uh, girls or... Girls. Uh, girls are Good fun. Time Girls, that's what it's called. This is the new track. Uh, yeah, good so, time girl. That's also an old song. Okay. That's older than uh, that's older than little tiny bottles of beer. Um, so it's one of those songs that's uh had numerous um iterations. Incarnations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's uh, I've probably recorded that song four times. Like uh, I recorded it one time at a studio in Silver Spring. Yeah. Then uh, there's been multiple home recordings. And then there was one at a studio in Baltimore. And now finally, this one, I just, you know, recorded the guitar part, the acoustic guitar part and my vocals at home, outsourced uh, drums. And, and uh, there's a, you know, I hired a, like a twangy, you know, country type uh, player, like chicken picking type guy and a harmonica player. And then, um, had uh, some backup vocals from people that I've worked with 
uh, one dude named uh, Jamster, who's yeah. out of Louisiana, and uh, Mike Starr, who I think is currently living in Florida. So, you know, that's what that one is. Um, I'm happy with the way it came out. It sounds very country. I would like to explore country a little bit more. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think, uh, I think I, I have a hard time sticking to one genre, right? You know? Yeah. Um, but they say that you can't be everything to everybody. You know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. build a fan around one certain type of thing, but you know, at this point I'm more than happy to, uh, just make music for myself. I, you know, like no matter what, I'm going to keep making music and I'm, also gonna pay my bills so yeah you know i'm almost past the days of crying about uh not yeah. making it as a musician i said almost because you know yeah. every now and then it's always a sliver it. sliver of hope somewhere you can always get oh, a big uh, big song on the radio <laughs> one day maybe yeah I, uh, I look at it, it. Uh, yeah i i know maybe some people feel some pressure at times to succeed at it in some way or whatever. But like, I've always felt it's just, it's a game that you get to play and like life would just be less interesting if you weren't playing some sort of game like this. And so I don't know, I feel almost like grateful just to, to be kind of working teetering, tinkering uh, with it all the time. You know, I hear you. You, uh, I always tell you that, like, you know, you're doing a good thing by doing this podcast. You know, you give people the recognition that they crave, and that's pretty dope, you know, so. Trying to, man. There's no try. There's only do. Exactly. Well, that's that's for damn sure. It's a whole lot of talk sometimes and not enough action. So. It is what it is. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to do, man. Trying to put together shows. Trying to put together music, just keep the ball rolling, you know. Sick. We actually just had probably our best ever um, original Hall of Truth show, like on Friday in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, you tell me about that. How'd that, that went, go? Went over really well. Packed bar, four or five bands. I know we crushed it for our set. You know, seemed like the crowd was definitely more than entertained. So. It's like, hey, it's all you can ask for. Was bees there? Hell yeah, I got them on the bill. <laughs> bees. Yeah, they're the they're the fan favorite for sure. They're the local legends at this point. I thought it was pretty. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool when when you had your uh, part time rockstar festival, uh, and uh, like we're bees. So whenever we say bees, you have to say bees or and or whatever. I was like, that's pretty cool. So that's memorable. Yeah, they, uh, they make an impression. And not at all gimmicky. Not at all. Like, you know, like some people try and make something a thing. Yeah. They're, they're just, just trying. They're just goofy. That's all it is. Like naturally I mean, goofy. Like th- like that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. But uh, Bees also has good music. I should mention that. I actually genuinely like their their songs outside of the gimmick you know it's not a gimmick 
or whatever the thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. The uh, specific not gimmick. <laughs> the, the persona of the band of Mike or whatever is going on exactly. I don't know. So what y'all got going on in terms of uh I mean, I know that you did like uh some country you did, you know, a country foray and then like the songs that you sent me recently were like alternative rocky. Yeah. Like less not as heavy as your normal thing. Yeah, I'm somewhere in between. Like that uh, over drinking song, I definitely went about as country as I can go, I think. I mean, I could probably work with Felix on really doing like a full-blown Nashville sounding pop country song with, with my voice. And I know he would love that because that's, that's all he loves, really. Is, uh, he's touring now with a, with a country band. But um, I feel like for me, I don't know, still kind of like alt-rock, outlaw country, if anything. Like, I don't know, some sort of in-between. Because, I mean, I still like my guitar solos and all that crap, you know. I really like uh, the sound of the one song that you had uh, Matt singing backup vocals on. Right, Algorithm. Uh, yeah, that's, that was like, I just, I really like that uh, guitar theme that you have in there. Like, it sounds very, uh, very much like reminiscent of like 2000s. Like, yeah. uh, and that's kind of I what I was going for can't put a, a finger on the band exactly but like that uh like how you had the clean tone um and i can still i can picture the that theme in my head and it's it's very it's very good and that song was very well put together and uh Thanks. you know no problem man i too go down the rabbit hole sometimes on that yeah. on, so i like to i like to dip my toe but i don't like to go too far because then i'm yeah get lost yeah so i that's a it's pretty sick song so i think uh think you're going in the right direction musically appreciate it well you too i mean um i was you just sent me the song uh girls here um and uh it sounds maybe even more polished than tiny bottles of beer at least audio wise i don't necessarily mean songwriting itself but uh, it sounded like maybe it was recorded in a different place or something no home home nice yeah um i don't know i am i'm not i don't know like you know little tiny bottles of beer has its it does like not listening back on it it does sound like a little too bass heavy because it started like the first incarnation of that song was kind of hip-hop oriented and uh i was going for a lo-fi sound but you know if it's supposed to be radio friendly it should be a little bit more polished so it might you never know it might resurface again in a different (laughs) format speaking of um, resurfacing or whatever and stuff is um just to clarify we going with surfing in the lake i mean surfing on the lake still or are you officially what's your official thing well um, so there was during COVID, there was a, somebody named Nick Thompson that had a hit, which yeah. gave me momentary like pops stream wise, mm-hmm. but then it ultimately hurt me because, um, yep, buried. artist pages yeah. and then buried my name in the search results. Right. Um, so that's why I decided to try and do things on surfing on the lake 
but the funny thing is I'm actually getting more, I'm still getting more streams on the Nick Thompson page. Not by a lot, but like, yeah, you know, cause my streams are like maybe a couple hundred a month or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on the Nick Thompson and then little tiny, like the surfing on the lake, uh, significantly less. I think 50 a month on surfing on the lake is, is being generous. Yeah. So, um, I'm considering doing more on Nick Thompson and just just bouncing around to see which one hits first, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, there's no I don't know of anyone else who's tried it, but I don't know if there's any reason why you can't have two band pages or two Spotify's like with basically the same catalog. Like I feel like that actually be kind of a fun experiment. I thought about that too, like releasing them on on each one and seeing because you know i, I got multiple yeah. instances trying to see which one you know gets more views on this and da, da, da. but um the next the plan is to release a single a month for the next year like yeah. um so with uh this one coming up that'll be two so after that i got another 10 months and uh We'll see what happens with that. Um, I released an EP or like uh, a few months ago and, uh, you know, I'm getting some like, you know, streams here and there on that. Like the song on that one, I think is pretty good. It's called traveling light. Yeah. And then the rest, like, like I got a Spanglish song on there. Uh. Like it's like half English, half English, half English. Um, you know, so I mean, whatever, dude. I'm having fun with it. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get back to how it was when I was just in my mom's basement and just making music because that's what I enjoyed doing. Right. Yeah. Um. Because I think that that shows when you're just having fun with it and you're not trying to like follow a trend or. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, once you lose sight of that, you're going to, I don't know, it's just not going to be fun anymore. For sure. But I, uh, I don't know, man. I get froggy when I don't, when I'm not being creative. Yeah. I get like, I get real testy and, and mean. <laughs> and, uh, so I've been, um, for about two weeks, I've been, you know, it started off as like one every few days, but now like now I've been kind of writing, you know, whether it be a poem or uh, a song, you know, every day yeah. just and, and I'm not talking about the chords. I'm just talking about like writing what was on my mind. Yeah. Like uh, kind of like period. journaling. Right. Yeah. And uh, I feel some blocks within myself opening when I do that. Cause like, you know how yeah, you hold shit inside and yeah. then, uh, then things just start going bad. Yeah, for sure. That's what the, open. uh, that's what the psychedelic mushrooms are for. Yeah. We'll, well, you know, we'll, we'll edit that out since this is a, this is a Navy uh, podcast. <laughs> I, I've, I have never rooms in my life, even when I could do drugs. Weed was enough for me. Yeah. 
the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, any thoughts of doing uh, any videos for the new songs? Does that I come, have, up, come about at all? Or? I have thought about doing videos, but... You live in a pretty uh, scenic part of the world if you wanted to do right. one. Might, I'll get my wife to shoot the video for me because you know she yeah. went to a, a pre- pretty prestigious uh, like fine arts program in nice. uh, Bangkok, so she's actually better at that shit than I am. And sometimes, sometimes it makes me mad. I'm so yeah. mad, like not really mad, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like she's uh, she's got an eye for for uh, for visual stuff and how things will work out. Like, you know effortlessly she she uh just does you know all this graphic art stuff and like okay no i'm not going to do that for a while and it's like not even you know it's just not even her focus and like she'll just put shit up and you know hundreds of people just flock to it like oh my god this is so good and she's like "Mm, okay well now i'm gonna go uh sit over here and drink some diet coke and uh watch uh some soap operas like that's you know what (laughs) i mean effort Never has any problem finding work when it comes to uh, doing art stuff. But, you know, I think she's just of the mindset that she does it when she wants to do it. Yeah. Well, it's not a bad place to be at all. Um, maybe, maybe this is too personal of a question for a podcast, but, like, obviously, you know, you guys, you're out, uh, out there, like, a month at a time, like, you guys have like a, I don't know, a way of that that works that like things have changed like either for better or worse. I mean, obviously, I don't want to dive too deep into personal shit here, but like that that's also a big shakeup just being gone. It's almost like being a musician touring, kind of. Yeah. Um, um when during the like deployments, sometimes you'll have Wi-Fi. Okay. Some that's just because I'm on a. I'm on a carrier, so you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. get certain with, uh, with being on an aircraft carrier. But that that's not the case in every underway. So um, we do have email. Um, but for the most part, it's just, you know, just making do. And uh, it does get kind of hard. But, you know, we've been married seven years this year. So, you know, unlike some of the people who are like getting married, you know, like a lot of the younger kids like get married at like 19 or whatever, um, have the benefit of a pretty strong foundation of time and already having had our getting to know each other fights. Um, so I'm praying and, uh, hoping and making it happen that it works out. I mean, it's already been a little bit of a struggle, but, you know, if you want something to work out, yeah, if you work for it, it's going to work out. So that's, yeah. I mean, it's the simplest way to put it, I think. It's good. It is hard, especially when, you know, you're dealing with people a whole bunch of people you don't know 
kind of busting at you every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's all good. Makes you stronger. Yeah, for sure. What are you doing with the rest of your uh, Sunday afternoon here? Uh, I'm going to clean the bathroom. And then after that, I don't know. Mm. Go watch the sunset on the beach. Nice. It's like yeah. a 10-minute drive. Yeah. No, I'm envious of that for sure. I mean, I'd, San, Diego, San Diego is one of the few places I'd consider moving for sure. I mean, I know it's expensive as all crap, so but yeah. Gas is finally $5 now. Ooh. You actually yeah. afford to like drive to 7-Eleven now. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You can make that 10-minute drive to the beach without having to like, you know, save up some pennies. I think it was like six fifty. Six fifty was the highest I saw it get out here. Yeah, it's nuts. Ironically, or coincidentally, uh, I think one of the times I was in California when I was a kid was during like the first Iraq invasion or invasion. So like gas was like so gnarly. I think it was like that much when I was there. And that was like obviously like whatever year that was, I don't know. But I always associate California with just you gotta be rich to live there. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look around, there's usually like like there'll be a gas station uh that's like a chain that's like right across the street from a local station and the local station is like 50, 60 cents cheaper. And mm. I have no idea would go to the shell if you could go to yeah. San Diego gas. You know yeah. what I mean? It, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it evolves here. Time to get a Tesla. Um, I guess. I mean, the, the funny part about all that, I guess, is they're saying they're outlawing, uh, you know, old school cars in California in the next 10 years or whatever, but then they're simultaneously saying that there's going to be rolling blackouts and the power grid problems and not enough charging stations. So it's like, what's the, what's going to give? Well, there's always going to be problems. So yeah. every, every decision comes with its own set of problems. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if you'll still be there though. In 10 years, you'll probably be somewhere other part of the world or something. Yep. I guess that all depends on what I do or what decision I make in, uh, when this contract is over or somewhere yeah. in between. Do you think, uh, you're ever getting the itch to come back to old Naptown? You know, well, after... I'll be December. Okay. Um, I, um, I miss blue crabs. You can get yeah. blue crabs here, but they're usually looking pretty sad. By the time you get there, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we'll see. I mean, I, you know, I still own that condo in Annapolis. Um, oh, really? He's yeah, renting it out. Got, yeah, we got a we got a a renter. So, you know, that's been an adventure. So we'll see how it goes. All right, let me know if you ever give him the boot. I might be able to help you out. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Sounds good. We're going through a rental, like uh, like a 
property manager. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know who they are. I know they got a cat. Yeah. But interesting. <laughs> yeah. They got a cat. <laughs> That's cool. Hopefully the cat's not tearing up the walls. Yeah. Hopefully. Peeing, <laughs> peeing everywhere. But yeah, that's probably all I got um, for like, you know, the podcast per se. Like, kind of, I don't know. All right. Um, unless you got something else like sort of pressing that I missed all on. Right. Well, I'll just say, uh, yeah, next next uh, few next year, I'll be uh, putting out a song a month, and uh, you know, we'll try it out under Surfing on the Lake, and we'll try it out under Nick Thompson, and see what happens. And in the meantime, I'll be posting Instagram videos and TikToks, and uh, just staying consistent, like the all those uh, those music promotion things tell you to do, and yeah, see doing what whatever. Yeah, seeing where the seeing where the wind takes me. Cool. Well, I'll plug uh, both these songs obviously on the episode. Bottles of beer and uh, girls. So for sure, let's do a song. Let's. Uh, I don't know. Either both our vocals, or you can start the guitar. Or I. I don't know. We'll do so. Let's do something. Yeah, that'd be fun. You can send it over. Sure. I've gotten a, a little better now at my uh, audio skills. So I can I can mess with stuff. Sick. Definitely send you another guitar solo if you ever need that. I could do that. Lickety split. So. Sure. Um. Yeah. You got my new stuff. So you, um, feel free to send whatever you got. Sounds good, bro. All right, dude. So, yeah, if you made it this far, I want to thank uh, you for listening and tuning in. And then, of course, I want to thank my guest, Nick Thompson, for coming on the show. Again, he also goes by Surfing on the Lake. And the song that you're hearing in the background is called Little Tiny Bottles of Beer. See you next week.
Minds will talk fast with clean glasses Sit back and laugh as the time passes I can't think of a better way to spend an afternoon Than just sitting here with you and these Little tiny bottles of beer Little tiny bottles of beer Little tiny bottles of beer We got here little tiny bottles of beer We got here Okay, very nice, I like it.